All right. Good morning or afternoon. Good morning, Maggie. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to episode two of Louisiana Ladies, a podcast with no agenda. My name is Melissa Torito. I've got my lovely co-host Maggie Robinson here. with us, and it is a rainy Monday morning down south, muggy, all the things you really don't want Monday to be when Maggie and I have been having cases of the Mondays. (laughs) So interesting though, I actually really didn't have a case of the Mondays this morning. You didn't? I didn't. Why was that? I have no idea. I really don't know. I just kind of felt like it's okay. Oh wait, I do know. I planned Monday on Friday. You did. I put everything in my planner. I saw you on Friday evening on my way out. I'm I'm being, you know, being organized. And your new whiteboard. Getting my my stuff together on a Friday. (laughs) And so maybe that helps. So we'll see if that really helps. Did you do that? I kind of got my stuff together on Friday just because there's a lot of things going on right now. And I just have to do that for my sanity. But I didn't have a case of the Mondays either. Yeah. Surprisingly, because I didn't really have a real weekend. <laughs> I was working all weekend trying to move my sister, which oh. was tiring. I mean, it was just a lot. So when I woke Where up, was she moving? From denim to denim. Oh, okay. <laughs> she bought a house. They needed something bigger. This is the one that has little Lucy. Yes. Okay. I didn't realize that they were moving. Yes. So they bought a house and we moved in this weekend and you've moved before. Yeah, I hate it. You don't realize how how much much stuff stuff you have until you go to try to put it in boxes and in a U-Haul. So that was every, I mean, that took every bit of Saturdays and Sunday. Yeah. Oh, I think you did tell me that on the Marco Polo when I Marco Poloed Maggie and confessed yes. my <laughs> I have an addiction to the Sigma brushes. <laughs> They're good. They're really good. Yeah, and so you know, I'm watching Katie Enos, who again, shout out to Katie Enos, who does not know who we are. No idea. <laughs> but I'm watching her do this makeup video, and it's like she puts concealer on her face, and that's it. And she just looks amazing, like a different person. And so, of course, I'm like, what is this brush that she is using? And then I'm like, okay, well, my my bag that my brushes are in, I need something to stand them up. Mm-hmm. And so Sigma has like a little, it's a hot pink little case. Oh, nice. So basically, my weekends revolve around me just doing a bunch of retail (laughs) therapy. (laughs) And then maybe I look forward to Monday because I have like this special type of nut butter coming in that I ordered from Instagram. I've got some brushes. I ordered some stuff, again, for my home gym. You know, I'm just, (laughs) it's kind of sad, actually. I don't want to add up. I buy like, I buy like a little at a time and I don't ever end up, you know, adding it up. So, I don't know. I guess it just comes with practice, but the way I'm a total, I don't know, makeup fan, and I could just watch makeup tutorials all day, every day, it just is so satisfying. That and cleaning videos. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it's it's kind of strict. Okay. Well. I'm a little OCD, so okay. it, it, it just it makes me I'm feel, not OCD. It makes me feel good inside. Well, Katie, you know, she just, even the way she applies it, it just... It, it looks so like it's satisfying. airbrushed. Yeah, it's satisfying. It looks like it's airbrushed. Anyway, so I got the foundation in, so now I'm using the foundation, and I use that today, and I really like it. So, um, And for those of you who are like, what the heck are they talking about? Uh, she's a Synergence distributor that we are, like, total fangirls right. of. And now, 
Katie Enos is a Cinegen's distributor, which is a makeup line, and it was I think it's was first known for the lip sense. And I'm like, yeah, lip sense, whatever. And then I started using lip sense, and it stays on your lips all day, and it's just fantastic because it doesn't get everywhere. And every time I try to go away from lip sense, I just end up going back to lip sense. So then Maggie told me about Katie Enos, who is an Instagram influencer and also a Cinegent's distributor. And now I am a Cinegent's <laughs> distributor. She too is very convincing. <laughs> I am not here to sell Cinegent's, but you get a huge, massive discount on makeup. And you know what? We're still in COVID. We're still in the Corona coaster. So. Corona coaster. Oh, I love that. I got a shout out to Marta. She's the <laughs> one who told me that. So since we're on the Corona coaster, I'm giving myself a little bit of grace. Do you know what happened for me this weekend? What? Do tell. I ordered biker shorts. <laughs> oh, really? I did, and I'm not sure. I, I may regret it. They're probably going to go back. Where? What kind did you order? Was it from Amazon? They're from Walmart. Oh, okay. They had really good reviews. It was like a two-pack, black, so nothing. I also ordered a tie-dye Interesting. Yeah, I'm just going for it. <laughs> hey, you might as well. So what exactly, what's your plan for the biker shorts? Well, I'm not going to do like a crop top biker short situation. Yeah. It's going to be a long, a long t-shirt or a sweatshirt situation. So I have a pair <laughs> from, so I actually ordered a pair I'm not going to get a bike. <laughs> From Target. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think you're using them to work out. I bought biker shorts to work out outside. But uh, I bought a pair from Target that I did not like. And then I found this pair on Amazon that I really, really liked for like 20 bucks. What brand? I don't know. I have to look it up. Was it CRZ? No, but I do love me some CRZ. Okay. Okay. Well, CRZ yoga brand is legit. I guess I could legitimately, I have a bike. I could ride a bike in my biker shorts, and I guess I wouldn't be such a... But they're really cute. They're really cute. On everybody, though? These that I ordered from Amazon, I mean, in my brain, I feel like they're cute. I don't know. Nobody's taking a picture of me, so, so I can't really... So, really cute in Bermuda, so I didn't get the super long length. I got kind of the mid-short, by huh? biker short. No, that's what mine are. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I have really long legs. They might look... I think you're going to look fine. I think you're going to look fine. So so then, Maggie, I did want to point out before we get into the the meat of this episode. So, you know, with um, last week and just the craziness of last week, um, I ordered this devotional journal thingamabob. And today was about rest and taking care of yourself. Weird, right? And it basically said something that... You do not need to give yourself permission or make any sort of reason for why you feel burned out. That if you feel burned out, you need to accept the fact that you feel burned out and you need to take care of yourself. And I'm like, that is so weird. Say it louder (laughs) for the people in the back. (laughs) So I thought that was very interesting and hence why I didn't come into the office till 10 a.m. today. Good for you. Like me some Monday mornings at my house. I love My house is clean now. Yeah, I know. That's, That's really good. They always apply. When you need it the most, it's amazing. It really and is. And it shocks me. It's like, I don't know why I'm surprised anymore. Yeah, I know. But it's still <laughs> surprising. So, well, so you had a busy, you probably need a day off from your weekend, it sounds like. Well, another thing, it's a three day work week for me. So oh, that's right. Where are you going? Going to the beach. Okay. I saw that on your calendar. Back to the beach. Um, this time it's all the Robinsons. Oh, yeah. fun. So it'll be. It'll be crazy. But it'll Are you going to take next Monday off when you get back? Because I think you might need to do that. 
TBD. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't ever, I don't do well coming back on a Sunday. So. Maybe work from home Monday. I don't know. Depends. I just like to leave. Like today with my house guest last night, we cooked, which by the way, she was really impressed with my cooking. And I always tell people, I'm like, okay, I'm not really inept. Like, I do know how to cook. So we did pork tenderloin, air fried some potatoes, made a spinach salad. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Very, it was very healthy to compliment the bottle of wine that we drank. There so, are people that don't know how to cook, though. But so, like, I showed her the pork, and she was like, oh, my God. She calls me Miss. Okay, so she calls me by one of my nicknames, and she said, Miss. I mean, that looks like it could be in a magazine. I'm like, girl, I'll just put some dry rub on it and stuck it in the oven. But, I mean, still, I guess I I guess I don't give myself enough credit because I can cook. Yeah. I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. I just don't love it. Not everyone can do that. But, man, our dishwasher was full because I did some full-out meal prepping yesterday. And um, so I just wanted to get all that taken care of. I know. You had a really good weekend. I had a great weekend. I had a fantastic week. Patrick and I on Friday night ended up watching Rudy. You know, the movie Rudy? Oh, Lord. I do. I do. I'm sorry. Don't Laney, you know Rudy. Don't read my the face. football movie, right? Yes. <laughs> I know a line from it. So, it doesn't matter. I could watch that movie. So, for those of y'all who have not watched Rudy, add it to your... You just have to watch it. What I, do you think, Laney? I love football Have movies. you watched it? I mean, I feel like I watched it a really long time ago. Yeah, so... But I've at least seen it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, that's good. Um, I'm looking at that so I can see the cover because... Memory. It's at the end of the the end of the movie. They start going Rudy, Rudy. Yep. Okay, and it just never fails. I mean, I am bawling crying at the end of that movie. It just doesn't matter. And I was gonna go to bed at ten, and then it was kind of in the you know it's one of those that we picked it up in the middle. And then I just sat there, and then I knew I was about to start crying, and then I started, like, laughing and crying. And Patrick's like, are you laughing or are you crying? And I'm like, I'm crying, okay? I just love this movie. There's not mo- there's not movies like that anymore. So, yeah. I laugh at how ridiculous I am for crying, usually. Yeah. It's like a mixture. The other movie that I literally, I was in the movie theater. I will never forget. And, again, I knew. I knew. I had never seen the movie before, but I just knew this part was going to come. And I think the movie is St. Vincent with Bill Murray. Oh, I don't know that. Oh, one. my God. I would also recommend watching that movie. Towards the end, I'm like, here we go. I know exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to start crying. And again, I start doing that, like, <laughs> laughy, cry, gulpy thing. Anyway, so. Um, I'm adding it to my list. But, yeah, I had a really, I had a really good. It was one of those, like, productive weekends that we also got to relax a little bit. So, it was good. Those are the best. A good mixture. It was good. All right. So. According to our producer, we're going to talk about uh, what do we do as third-party administrators and how did we get here. And I think it's very challenging to talk about what we do as third-party administrators and not bore everyone to tears. We're consultants. We're consultants. We consult on four on gate plans. Right. I feel like that sums it up. If you have any sort of question, we, we can... Correct. (laughs) We do. So I will say for those out there who are slightly interested, uh, even though we are part of a CPA firm, um, but we do not do tax work, we still are very regulated by governmental agencies that also drive some of the deadlines that we have throughout the year. So we just like the tax department and just like our audit department, there's certain deadlines that that we have as well. I would say that 75% of the firm doesn't really know what we do. (laughs) 
They just know that if somebody asks them a question about a retirement plan, and by the way, any retirement plan. Right. I get questions about retirement plans I didn't even know existed, right? Some code <laughs> section that I'm like, I don't know where that's from. Um, then they come to us. So we are consultants. We do a lot of technical work. I would say one of the things that we do a lot of is help people set up their plan. Mm-hmm. How do you set up? You can't just say, hey, I'm going to start a retirement plan for my 10 employees. There's a lot of work that goes into that. So, yeah. But I think what we like about it is the consulting part. Or actually, I know what I like about it is the consulting part. So mm-hmm. so that being said, if anybody has a question about a retirement plan, we'll drop our email address at the end. And uh, you can just reach out and let us know. Right. And this would be employer-sponsored. We don't really handle any sort of individual IRAs. All right, so how did we get here in the first place? We alluded to this a little bit last time. Yeah. Mine just kind of fell in. They just needed somebody in the 401k area. Mm-hmm. And you're a total boss, babe. Well, now I am. But but you were. So 11 years ago, I was a little bit of a different person. Definitely didn't know how to work Excel. Definitely did not think I was a leader. I think I've always actually been pretty bold. Somebody told me that about when I asked what I'm, if you had to describe me, they said bold. You weren't a leader being the oldest? So, yes, probably so. Maybe I just didn't recognize that leader in me. Um, Funny story about being a leader, though, is when I was in high school, which, by the way, I don't think I'd ever go to high school. Not a fan. Not a fan. I'm, I did meet. That is where I ended up becoming friends with my husband. That is where I have my best friends that know me better than anyone. But, like, it was awkward for me. I wasn't this confident. I kind of got bullied, which is, I think, what made me part of who I am today. Yeah, no. I think people would look at me in high school and be like, that is not who I would think that it would be. Like, I didn't get asked to homecoming, you know? Yeah. I was not cool. Wasn't the finest days of your life. Was not. Not until about senior year when I found my... I found Ooh. my way. Oh, yeah. This girl um, basically acted like she was my friend, and then she went and talked about my. She talked about me behind my back, and then I found out like one. Of, anyway, it's, this is this is I'm digressing here, but back to the leader thing. Um, so I applied for National Honor Society in like eleventh grade, and I mean I had the grades to do it. Again, I was nerdy, and I always pretty, made pretty good grades. But part of the application um, asked you what your leadership qualities were. And at that point, I really didn't think that I had any. You know, I was not the confident person that I am today, okay? And so that's how I filled it out. I was like, I'm, I'm working on leadership qualities, but at the moment, I wouldn't say that I have leadership qualities. Well, they didn't let me into National Honor Society. And let me tell y'all, my parents are were, and they're still not, kind of, they were not hovering parents, right? So if we didn't get into something, it was a lesson learned. If we didn't make a team, they were like, I'm sorry about that, but this is just life. Especially my mom. My mom was was fairly, I don't want to say strict, because that sounds bad, but very regimented. And I really, now, you know, in hindsight, you look back on that and you're kind of like, well, thanks, mom and dad. Like, I am the person I am today because of you guys. But Mama Bear Made was not happy. <laughs> she called up the principal And he said that I didn't get in because I didn't have leadership qualities. And she wrote him a long letter about, this is the National Honor Society. Do you want her to lie on the application? She's in 11th grade. 
Guess who got International Honor Society? She was mad. To this day, she still gets mad about it. And she's not a very mad person. So it was the school's decision? Yeah. Okay. It was the school, I guess, chapter of National Honor Society. Okay. I think by that point, my mom had had enough because in 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, I did not make the volleyball team, which was fine because it was way too competitive for me. Mm -hmm. And instead, I did the other, like, we called it CYO, I think, is the team. Because I went to a private Catholic high school um, school my whole life. My dad had to coach one of the years. He has no idea how to coach volleyball, but we needed a coach. <laughs> then I didn't make the dance team. And finally, I found my niche through tennis. I really enjoyed tennis, and I was pretty successful at that. Um, my sister made every team. And so I cannot remember, I think when she was in college, she didn't get a job. And she was devastated and I'm like um I'm used to rejection (laughs) come talk to me it's not that big of a deal (laughs) like you will move on so anyway um that's that was about my leadership qualities when you said you're a boss babe so um let's talk about sentinel you weren't here when we crafted sentinel oh no I'm like what is sentinel what is it (laughs) what What do y'all do you about the position you explained to me luckily because I was a little confused. Yes. So, again, so we were part of a CPA firm, Falk & Winkler, that's been uh, established over 35 years ago. And, you know, because we are accountants, we thought it would be a great idea to brand our retirement plan division under Sentinel Pension. And we did it. And then we didn't think about how to execute it. So that's just actually what happened. So that was probably seven or eight years ago. And so we run our um, 401k compliance under that name. Prior to that, we were probably half the size of our division. We had 100 clients instead of 200 clients. Um, and a lot of people did not associate the word or the term, or the company, Falcon Winkler, with this particular service that is definitely a niche. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think about it to this day. And every, every year that I make an anniversary at the firm, I just think, golly, I would not be successful if I was in the tax department. <laughs> So, you know, things, some things just, just happen for a reason. Well, that's the kind of reason I chose audit initially was because I had a teacher and a professor in college that told me, if you like just grinding at your desk and doing your work and not really talking to anybody, working alone, you're a tax person. I was like, oh, heck no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, And he was really only highlighting audit tax, which is the... Main two, that's what people think about. Yeah, Yeah. the meat of a CPA firm. And he said, if you like working with people, you like corresponding with clients and making relationships, audit is is for you. So that that pretty much settled my decision early on about which route I wanted to take before I knew that this niche, 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 I don't know how to say it. (laughs) Before I knew that this was a thing. Yeah, and then I changed your mind. Yep. I was like, you think you want to be an auditor. And that is how I got here. The rest is history. And what do you like about it? I like how I can answer a question that to me is very simple, but to someone else, they were researching for hours and hours and couldn't find the answer. And I just saved the day with just a simple response and... I always compare ourselves to payroll 
because payroll, if you do it right, no one thanks you. But if you do it wrong, everyone is mad at you. Mm -hmm. We have some great clients that are really, really appreciative. And, you know, it's just nice to be thanked for what you do. And I get thanked daily. We do get thanked daily. Patrick always makes fun of me because he's like, you get emails that are like, oh, Melissa, you're just so wonderful. <laughs> yes. And they do not. They do not. Everyone's, they're more like in the payroll realm as contractors. When things are messed up, they get fussed at. Yeah, they do. So um, that is very, it's truly enjoyable. And I got a great email last week from somebody who told me that I just did not, there's no way I under, could possibly understand how much she appreciates me. I'm like, rainy day folder <laughs> for the bad exactly. for the bad ones. But. Someone once told me, you just gained your angel wings today. Yeah. And I was like, wow. That's Thanks. Re- that's really sweet. So when we're having our bad days, we can think about those, you know? Yep. So I guess, uh, you know, a typical day. I get asked that sometimes. What's my typical day? Oh, and I, and there I, is no typical. Well, and I feel like that there's a typical day pre-COVID, and then there's a typical day during COVID, and then we'll see what the typical day post-COVID, if that time ever comes. I kind of liked my typical day pre-COVID. <laughs> yeah. What is it even going to be like? Part of what we love is, I mean, going to meetings, going to lunch and learns, and networking. Yeah. With people and being the extroverts that we are. So this is, I mean, other than that, I mean, we are very fortunate. We are very fortunate. (laughs) We are very fortunate fortunate through COVID that we have, we've actually gotten new clients. We've had new proposals, but I, as I'm I think everybody during COVID is going through some sort of self-reflection and it is very evident to me that Melissa works best when my calendar is jam packed and I'm under a little bit of pressure. Now, sometimes that pressure becomes a little bit too much, as is evident. You know, and ideally, I'd love to have a jam-packed day followed by an office day and a jam-packed day followed by an office day. Right. It doesn't always work like that. But, mm-hmm. of course, you know, I think, what is that podcast that we listened to before breakfast? Mm-hmm. She seems to lay it out that you can be in control of your day, you know, and so... Um, I'm ready to get back to that. Yeah, just being intentional about it. Yes, being intentional about it. Yeah. Hi. There's just so many. She's got so many good tips. That's the Before Breakfast podcast. Shout out to Laura. Yeah. Laura doesn't know who we are either. (laughs) But we like Laura. By the way, for anyone, it's a five-minute podcast, and she's got the most calming voice of anyone. Mm -hmm. Good morning. This is Laura. I'm like, oh, good morning, Laura. How are you this morning? I'm automatically feeling better that I'm listening to right, you. Right, when I'm cruising down I-12 and, and traffic stops for no apparent reason, got bored rolling in the background, just talking me off the cliff because yeah. I want to scream. Yeah, so we don't really have a daily. I think the only thing that's constant for my day is my morning routine mm-hmm. before I come to the office. Do you have a bedtime routine? No, but I think we're going to, are we going to talk about that at one point, lady? No, but I want to get a really, I'm very, okay, so there's a girl in our office and she takes a bath every night before she goes to bed, okay? And I'm like, that, I'm trying to figure out how I can work that into my life. Okay, so I love taking baths and my house has a clawfoot bathtub that everybody, that is the first thing people say when they walk into my bathroom. Oh my God, that tub, you've seen the tub. 
It's a great tub. Great tub. But I haven't figured out how to, it sounds really silly. So let's just, we will reconvene, but basically right now my, my nightly routine is a little sporadic. And I think that's part of the reason why I end up having insomnia. I do love to read and I am, I'm attempting to take a social media break, but I do like following certain people on Instagram for videos. I actually, I don't really follow that many people I know on Instagram. I follow people I don't know and get some ideas for recipes and stuff like that. So we will go into that. Now, I did want to talk about, though, Maggie. What's that? We talked about kind of what we like about our job. Mm-hmm. What do we not like about our job? Oh, um, You go for, I mean, do you have something? Yeah, my timesheet. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, duh. Absolutely. I mean, I don't like when what I think is a simple problem. Simple as in, not that big of a deal, has some elaborate process to get it fixed. Yeah. It's like, when I say there should be an easier way to do this, that's when I don't like my job. Yeah, I agree with that. (laughs) I think that's just frustrating in general. I'm a millennial. I want instant gratification right now. She's a millennial. (laughs) I want it fixed. There's a simpler way. There's a faster way. And I want it now. But I'd say 50% of the time, there probably is a simpler way and a faster way. And I think that a lot of times why people keep doing things the same way is because they don't ever question it. It used to really bother me when I first started working here. And I'd ask somebody, well, why do we do it like that? And the answer was, that's the way we've always done it. And I'm like, why? I need a better explanation than that, you Mm -hmm. know? And so a lot of the vendors that we work with are very a little antiquated when it comes to certain things. So it can get frustrating, but I would say that, you know, and I think about this a lot in terms of my job, my career. I actually, when I was teaching and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, because I knew I wasn't going to be able to teach for 35 years. Props to all you teachers who do that for a long time. It's so admirable and very, very stressful, but I knew that I wasn't going to be able to do it. And I, but I actually did not think that I would find a job or a career that I truly love and am passionate about like this one. Well, I like how you wanted to talk about what we didn't like and you, you spun it back. To I spun it. There's not a lot that I don't like. There's not a lot that I don't like. I mean, there's some tedious stuff that's, you know, I feel like we have other people on the team that can do the tedious stuff outside of myself. Mm -hmm. There's some frustrations. I mean, anytime you're interacting with the public, but you know, I mean, I don't dread coming to work. Mm -hmm. It's not the work. If I'm kind of having a case of the Mondays, it's not the actual work that I'm dreading. It's just, you know, running your household and doing all these other things that you have to do. How's the (laughs) lip looking? (laughs) It's looking better. I mean, that's steroid. I did take it this morning, hence why I'm probably chatty Kathy. And this is no more, you haven't done. No, I did. I did it on, oh. I did it on Friday. Okay. So, so it's kind of now starting to isolate right into the area as opposed to my entire lip just being irritated. It's definitely not swollen. Like yes, it it's definitely getting better. So I think that we're on the, uh, hopefully the road to recovery. Aquaphor is amazing ointment. Um, <laughs> I, I might as well go by stock in Aquaphor. Yeah. Aquaphor, shout out. <laughs> All right. So do you have any weekly favorites? I mean, I'll just go. My air fryer is the most amazing thing. Yeah. I love that thing. It makes everything taste better. What are you cooking? 
I've cooked cinnamon rolls. I've cooked biscuits. I did roasted potatoes last night. I've reheated pizza in it before. I've taken just raw chicken tenders and I have marinated them and I've thrown in the air fryer and they kind of make like a crispy chicken tender for me to throw into a salad. Bacon. You name it. Frozen french fries. Reheat french fries that you get from a restaurant that are soggy. That you would normally just throw away. If I had to choose between the instant pot or instapot, I always get confused. Is there a tea? Instant or is it Insta? It's Insta. It's like slang. Instapot. If I had to choose between the Instapot and the air fryer, I would choose the air fryer now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, don't you hate when you buy these gadgets and they come out with a gadget that does all the things in one? I have been looking at the Ninja Foodie Grill. Right. It does everything. It does everything. That's but the I one can't, I'm referring to. I can't justify that right now. I've got too many appliances. Right. And I don't know that I use them enough individually. I have another household item that is kind of like a duh. You're probably like, you're just now getting one of these. But I ordered a, a mesh laundry bag. So mm-hmm. when you wash your bras, you know how the claws will get Oh, yeah. up in your other clothes or the strings from your swimsuit will get all tangled up. I don't even have a washing machine with an agitator, but sometimes my clothes just get tangled up. See, my mother-in-law said that. I don't have a washing machine with an agitator, and I love it. And But she said that the no agitator tore up her clothes, which I felt like was opposite. I would think the agitator would tear up your clothes. I think there's there's two types of people. When I went and talked to the guy at Sherwood Magnavox, he gave me, you know, a whole lesson on agitator versus no agitator. Was he team agitator? He was team no agitator. Okay. I mean, you're either one He's like, you don't need it to clean your clothes. I know for a fact that I'm team top loader. I don't want a front loader. I don't like the front loader either. I'm going to say true to that team. Agitator, no agitator. I also had a little epiphany. Oh. So I'm no... Can't tell us. I'm no... I'm the no agitator top loader. I find that when I do a bigger load of laundry, my clothes come out cleaner. Maybe because of friction? Possibly. Smaller loads? I mean, I've legit washed up. I'm like, that's still there. Why is that pizza sauce still there? So does yours, do you have to tell it the water level or does it just figure it out? Because mine just figures it out. I literally just press start. There's different I don't have an I have an types. I mean, there's like a delicate load. There's a deep water wash. There's but do you have to do like whether it's small, large, extra large? Yes. Okay, so I do not have to do that. Somehow it senses. Oh, you got a smart one. Mine's yeah. pretty. Mine's pretty basic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's because the other washing machine broke, so I had to go get a new washing yeah. machine. Yeah. Just one more thing. Well, that's nice. Maybe that is. I'm not choosing the right setting when I go for it, but I washed this giant load of laundry over the weekend because I mean we were just away from the house this weekend I wanted to get it all done and it just came out smelling so fresh and I was like maybe it's cleaner I'm just gonna wash big loads of laundry and it probably felt accomplished because it was done um I would like to say another weekly favorite since I indulged in this this weekend would be the fit vine wine fit vine fit vine not fit vit that I was calling it that was <laughs> not not the right name of wine fit vit. So it's supposedly low sugar. I don't really know if it's really low sugar, but I, I yeah, because there's no nutritional facts, right? Uh, they put some nutritional facts on the back of it. Okay. Um, but you know, I drank a lot of it last night, and I feel like I would feel much worse if I was drinking regular wine. Well, that's, that's so. Really so I did a test for everyone. Did you order it? 
I ordered a case of it. So, okay. I went all in. I'm just really sick of finding these wines I like and not being able to find them anywhere. <laughs> Did you find the Angels and Cowboys? No. So, they have that one. They have a couple places. We, we can talk about that. But I do really. That's one of my favorites. So. Yeah. I, I mean, try it again. The fit vine. And then I feel like two times so hangover. Yeah. I mean, I'm feeling a little tired. But I also did like it, yes, till like 1130. Yeah, well then. I probably told Georgie, I got to go to bed. So do fit vine, go to sleep at a decent time, and then we'll really. Right, which is really like my Friday and Saturday. Like, Friday and Saturdays, I don't, like, we'll have a couple of glasses of wine, but once we eat, we're kind of done drinking. Mm Mm-hmm. But last night was not the case. We ate, and then we sat at my kitchen table, and we just drank. And Patrick was, you know, part of the girl chat. So. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you like that. Yeah. And Dolph's like, you need to go to bed. You look very tired. <laughs> and a little drunk. <laughs> um, all right. Well, anything else? I think that's a good stopping point for us. Next week, one of the topics we're going to talk about is um, how are we surviving life during a health pandemic that neither one of us ever expected to go through. Um, I don't know if I am surviving. I mean, like, like I'm alive, but it's starting to wear on me. I'm not thriving. I was definitely thriving when it was prettier outside. <laughs> I was like, this is not a big deal. I'm going to go walk around. I'm going to open up my window and, you know, it's all good, but yeah, I'm really, um, I think I'm on the down, you know, like you can be, you know, I'm on the other, on the other side. And the things that you would typically look forward to may or may not be coming back. Like, yeah, like no football. We had a few baseball games over the weekend. I think they're going to shut it down yeah. again. So, and football. Yeah, I think football's a done deal. It's just, that's what we live for. This it's is really, Louisiana. <laughs> it's really hard. It's really hard, but you know, we do have. We are very fortunate, and our business has continued to um, succeed, but so a lot. Just the, I mean, anything that happens on this level, whether you're directly impacted or not, it just, you feel it. I, I compare it to, like, the flood. I didn't flood. I mean, you didn't flood. But... We felt it for yes. our people. Yes. It just wears on you. It does. But see, the flood or a hurricane, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's better because it still causes catastrophic damage. Mm-hmm. And I think people who flooded could have possibly felt the same way because they didn't know when they were going to get back in their house. Yeah. They really didn't. And so that that not knowing is, in my opinion, the most maddening thing, Right. For us, from the flood and for a hurricane, if you don't sustain a lot of damage, you get out, you help people, and in about a week, you're pretty much back to normal, still helping people and keeping everybody in your thoughts and prayers, but you're pretty much back to normal, and you kind of know that, right? Like, we knew after the flood, like, it was going to take a while to rebuild everything, but we were on the other side to rebuild, you know? Mm -hmm. Now it's kind of like, we just don't know. We have no end. No end. That was depressing. That's a depressing right, way to end the podcast. A, that's a bad way to end. That's a bad <laughs> but anyway, looking forward to next week. And if you have a question about, so this will be our shameless plug right here. If you have a question about a retirement plan, you can email myself or Maggie. And I'm going to say this. It's kind of a hard email to say, so just bear with me. But it is my first initial, so M, last name, Torito, T-E-R-I-T-O, at... Choose 
sentinel.com. And that is C-H-O-O-S-E-S-E-N-T-I-N-E-L. And Maggie's would be? Very similar. You could probably figure it out. Yeah. M. Robinson. I was just going to refer people to our website. Or the too. website. ChooseSentinel.com is the website. You can get all of our information and a phone number from there, too. All right. Here's to a great week. Thanks for chatting. Talk soon. <laughs>